Hey, Tim. Thank you for having me. Uh, people can read what you have written on our website, WGAURadio.com. Uh, you have written an open letter to the community uh, expressing or addressing the concerns that some people have about our local hospitals, yours and St. Mary's, other hospitals around the region, the ability to handle this spike in COVID cases. All those reports that we have filled all the beds, especially the ICU beds, we're sending patients elsewhere. How concerned are you? How concerned should we be? Yeah, Tim, we, thanks for having me. We wanted to uh, kind of share that letter to, to let people know that as we started hearing those reports that we wanted to clear up some, confu- some confusion and let people know that we are very capable right now handling what we're seeing. Um, we're currently at, from a volume standpoint, we're, we are very busy. We're stretched, but it's similar to volumes we had pre-COVID. Um, about, we, if you remember when this pandemic first uh, outbroke, uh, we canceled elective procedures for about a month and a half. And we've been busy catching up with all those procedures as well. Um, and so, it, 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 you know, we've also created additional surge capacity plans to help us, you know, as the volume fluctuates up and down during the day. Well, how often does this happen? And first of all, let's first define some terms here. Michael Burnett, uh, CEO, Piedmont Anthony Regional Medical Center. Diversion. We, we have all learned that word as it relates to hospitals in recent days. Tell me specifically what that means. Yeah, so diversion is a tool that we've used for, for years, and it's a, it's a communication tool for our EMS providers and other hospitals around us to let them know that we are we are full. And and it, we, we you know, and it's example being if we have if we're full in ICU beds, and St. Mary's has one, we want an EMS provider to go to that uh, facility that has an open bed. Now the reality is, if we're on diversion and an ambulance or anybody comes to our ER, we're going to treat them. We don't turn patients away, and we and we haven't done that. And that's part of the confusion we're trying to clear up. And diversion happens. Hospital beds fill periodically throughout the course of a year. This is not unusual, or so I'm led to understand. Yeah, it's it's very common, and even throughout the day, uh, it, it will happen. And you know, a good example is if our ICU is full, we might have a patient in our ER that needs an ICU bed, but we know that we've got three discharges coming out of ICU, and it's part of how we manage it on a daily basis. Michael Burnett, the CEO at Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. So to put this into context, and I don't know that you walk around with these numbers in your head at any given moment, and I'm guessing, as you just indicated, they are probably fluid and changing from time to time. But at this moment, generally speaking, in terms of ICU beds, in terms of other beds, in terms of capacity at your hospital, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center, how equipped are you to handle this influx of COVID cases? We, we're, we're, we're in a good position right now. We, one, of the, one of the important things I want people to realize is that, you know, we talk about serving a 17-county area. And so we have hospitals in that area that look for us for, for overflow. What's been unique over the past, few mo- past month in particular is we've had hospitals from across the state reach out to us. And we've accepted patients from South Georgia all the way up to North Georgia. And it's important for us to communicate that diversion because those hospitals don't need to be calling us if there's other capacity somewhere else, and it helps them find the right placement for that patient. What we're seeing over the last few weeks, uh, and then, I don't know, go back as far as you care to, six weeks, two months, uh, the increase in cases we've seen in the Department of Public Health tells us over the past couple of weeks, 546 new cases of coronavirus in Athens over the last two weeks alone. How does that number itself impact your hospital? That's just a number of people who have tested positive, doesn't tell us any of them are sick, doesn't tell us any of them arrive at a hospital, yours or anybody else's. What do we do with that particular data point, if anything? 
Yeah, it, it's if you follow the DPH website and their the graph of cases, it it follows the admission rate that we see at hospitals across the state. So when you see a spike going up, we will see more admissions. And and, and to put in perspective, probably roughly 15 to 20 percent of our patients in house are COVID related. So it's not it's not all COVID patients that we're dealing with. Um, as we've seen that capacity increase, a couple of things that, this, that are happening at the state level that, we're, is, that are, are going to help us is uh, last week we opened up an, uh, another 100-bed unit in coordination with the state at Piedmont Atlanta Hospital to help with overflow. Uh, this week the Georgia World Congress Center opened up additional beds to help that overflow, to help the demand from across the state. And then uh, on Tuesday of this week, we, uh, Georgia Hospital Association, along with uh, Grady, open up the Georgia Coordinating Center, which is a, um, helps coordinate uh, all the, da- the bed availability across the state to manage in, the, in these overflow patients. So we've created additional capacity not only locally in our own hospital, but across the state to, to help meet these surges as they come about. Yeah, I want to circle back to a point you made earlier, and, and we were talking with Dr. Senior, the chief medical officer at Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center, I don't know, three, four weeks ago, about the same thing here, that uh, what we're seeing uh, is is not only an increase in coronavirus patients, but as you and Dr. Senior were pointing out, we're getting some of the other patients back into hospitals, elective surgeries that were put on hold, postponed, other medical procedures that were on hold during during the early months, the early weeks of the outbreak of coronavirus in Athens, that I gather also is increasing the pressure on hospitals here and elsewhere. It, it is, and, and and we're playing playing catch up, and you know that's very concerning to us as medical providers. That uh, you know our surgeons, our physicians, are seeing a lot of patients that delay care. What was something that might not have been been more of an elective procedure is now a little more urgent. Or you know, somebody that delayed a colonoscopy or, or mammography uh, screening procedure, um, we're, we're seeing the effects of that. And so we want people to, to make sure they know that it's safe to come to the hospital for your emergency care, um, as well as your routine care, um, that we've got, uh, you know, other other illness and disease that still needs to be taken care of in a prompt basis. Yeah, that, that's been a point that I've been trying to make for a while here, that, that – Coronavirus is not the only way to get sick and die, uh, and and that there are other illnesses, there are other conditions that that are equally concerning and do need treatment, do need attention, and there are those people. And Dr. Sendyard talked about this, and I've heard other medical providers talk about this. There are those people who express concerns about going to a hospital or even a doctor's office because they think they're going to be surrounded by COVID patients and catch coronavirus. Yeah, and people need to know that that. Um Two things. One, the hospital is probably one of the safest places to go right now. With our, our you know, we still do temperature checks. Everyone's masked. Our cleaning and processes are very, you know, very thorough. Um, in addition to that, you know, our COVID patients are on special units away from all the other patients. And so, if you come into the hospital, you're not going to come in contact with a COVID patient. We have them on specific units that that have different protocols in place, and and to make sure to protect our employees as well as other other. Uh, visitors in the hospital. You mentioned in the note that you write, and again, a copy of it's up on our website at WGAURadio.com, and you alluded to this earlier. Fortunately, we, being Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center, we also benefit from the size and integration of the Piedmont healthcare system as a whole, which gives you, as you have said, access to other Piedmont facilities around the region. Yeah, exactly. So part of our eastern hub which is part of uh, what, what I'm responsible for. We have Piedmont Walton, Piedmont Rockdale, and Piedmont Newton hospitals. 
And so we've been able to help take patients from those facilities or even send staff over there to help them. We have equipment that we, we transfer back and forth as, as volume fluctuates. And so what it gives us that relief valve of being part of something bigger that we can help support each other, um, you know, throughout, the, uh, throughout this pandemic. And, and, and whether we're taking COVID patients or non-COVID patients from those hospitals, it's, it's, it, we help each other create, create capacity so that we can uh, take care of our local communities. All right, finally, I'm Michael Burnett, uh, CEO of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. Let's go on this one. Uh, I and perhaps others, we labor under this impression that people like you, you're running a big and busy hospital here in Athens, uh, that you have access to information, intelligence the rest of us don't know, that you're getting uh, you're getting a heads up on things and that you might have some sense of where this is going, uh, getting better, getting worse, where we're going to be in a month, two months, three months. It, to the extent that you have a crystal ball and you have access to the experts, what are they telling you about the future? You know, I, I, Tim, since this pandemic first started, there's been a lot of models and a lot of speculation, and and I, I, I would venture to say that um, none of them have been really accurate. Um, you know, we've we we are coming off another wave here in the state of Georgia that no one predicted back in June that uh, we'd see the July spike. We uh, we feel that that is starting to hopefully on the back end of that. Um, so. We're going to continue to see uh, these ups and down waves of COVID cases, COVID cases, cases, um, and you know we can't predict when and where, but we watch daily. We we watch the volumes, and we we, we continuously plan on, on on capacity issues to help manage the situation. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see as, as you know schools go back, as, as university starts back up, will that have a spike? And we don't, we, you know, we don't know. Um, but we're, we plan on that, and we, we anticipate that it will and hope that it doesn't happen. All right, Tom, Michael Burnett, the CEO, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. Busy man, thanks for carving out a few minutes for us this morning. Oh, thank you, Tim, for having me.